When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washing and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Let's go to uh, Jennifer. Um, Jennifer, hi. You're on You're on the Pat and Stu Show. Welcome. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. And Jeffy. Um, <laughs> so. I love that. Okay. Love the show, guys. Um, Thank you. I was in Milford, New Hampshire last night and was blessed to be able to meet our next president, Fred Cruz, mm. and um, the second time I've been able to ask him a question, actually, at a New Hampshire thing, and he's fantastic. I mean, just like mm. you, you want in a president, he's awesome, but, and very real and all that, and mm. answering questions, and I was, for some reason, nothing came up about any of the other candidates until... My question was about this kind of feud I have going on with my sister, who is a Massachusetts resident, so it doesn't really matter anyway. But we have this whole Trump versus Cruz thing going on, and I can't understand how she can't see it. And so my question was about what do we do about our family members who are distracted by this shiny object? Mm-hmm. And he, the guy from the Wall Street Journal was behind me and later on asked me some questions about it. And I was very upfront, just speaking from straight from my heart, like I always do, and, you know, my concern. And he wanted to know, you know, what was my plan? How was I going to try to, you know, arrange this so that she can see the light? And he wanted to follow up with me today. She's called me a couple of times and texted me. And now I'm starting to have second thoughts because it's the Wall Street Journal, <laughs> you know, and I, I know where they are um, mm-hmm. as far as I believe there was Jeb, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um but I, what do I do? I have to be able to talk with this guy. I want to do this right. And I don't want him to turn me into a kook. Yeah. From, yeah. You know, a homeschooling mom kook. And right. I, I just don't. <laughs> I want it to work out well for Ted. So there's no way to. His the, whole campaign is dependent on what I say. But <laughs> yeah. The, sadly, Jennifer, there's no way to tell with, with yeah. uh, reporters like that. Usually they. T- I mean, the reporters at the Wall Street Journal are different than the. Um, than the editorial board. The editorial board is is more liberal than even the New York Times. The reporters right. and and the uh, the the guys who write the articles are less so. They're more they're they're more straightforward. And who knows? The reporter may be actually so trying to re- write a decent story. So he may actually be trying it. yeah. unless it's going to run in the editorial section. You might be okay. But there's no way to guarantee right, so that. So I should ask him maybe where is this going to be run, and can I, I trust you not to be spinning me? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I th- I, I, look, I mean, I think. They're Even then, there's no guarantee. I think what yeah. you want to do is make sure you're saying things that you're happy to see in print. You know, and I think as a logical right. person, you know, they can, they're always going to be able to write context around you that you can't control. <clears throat> so all you can do is say things that you really believe. Um, and, you know, the only thing that might be a, I mean, you know, Wall Street Journal would probably be better than the New York Times, but I think at, at that level of 
they don't typically like Donald Trump either. So if you're sitting there trying right. to, you know, you might have a hope here of, of being portrayed uh, accurately because, you know, the agenda might very well just as much be that they don't like Donald Trump uh, in this particular thing. So I think just, I mean, be honest. I mean, like, you know, the, what are the issues that you have with Donald Trump? How do you convince people? Well, you know, we've, we've done a lot of that over the years, uh, over the last year at least. Well, this show today, Glenn's show, I can just go back and rewatch that. And yeah. I really was losing my mind with Carol. I mean, <laughs> God, and Carol was the better of the insane. two. Insane. That was torturous. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a weird I don't know, thing. I enough of that. I think a lot of it's just cult of personality. It's just that thing that, like, right. Donald Trump's a big personality. People, people do, as he says, people like winning. And I think they do. They think he's a winner. But I got news for you. Look at the there. Yeah, yeah, there's there a weird is. blindness there. And it's like, if you want to make a, an argument about electability, we should accept some bad policies to get our guy elected. The candidate you want to look to is Marco Rubio. You know, and there's okay. other examples you can go to if you want an electability argument versus Ted Cruz. I, I don't subscribe to that uh, thought process, but I can understand people who do. T- Donald Trump is bad policy and bad electability. He has the worst polls, the worst favorability numbers of any candidate in the field, uh, Democrat or Republican. And he, you have to deal with lots of liberal pol- policies. It just it, there's no sensible argument to be made for Donald there's Trump. There's no upside there. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Jennifer. Good Appreciate luck. Let us know. Call yeah, us. Thank let you us know. Let us know after you talk to him how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> When, it, when, it, when you're done, when you're done send yeah. us the article so we can uh, yeah. we can uh, we can look at it because it's interesting and that's always something difficult. I remember being at Restoring Honor in D.C. and you know a couple times you know I was working on some stuff writing for the for the for the thing and I was like you know what I'm just going to go out to the mall and just like sit out there and just sit under a tree and write there because you know you want to be inspired by that place you know. And as I was sitting out there looking at you know the scenery that we would see a couple days later for Restoring Honor. I remember reporters everywhere because everyone there mm-hmm. was a Glenn Beck fan. Mm-hmm. So these people were all coming in to, to capture the craziness of the Glenn Beck audience. And these people would be walking out of the Lincoln Memorial and just be like, we're being stopped by reporters constantly. A lot of them were just like, no, I'm not talking to you. I know what you guys do. But you, I was sitting there next to people who were talking to reporters and getting asked questions about Glenn and stuff. It was really interesting to hear. And all of them were tilted in that way. You know, why, why do you think this? Do you, is it because the president is black? Why, what are your feelings about race? Like, all these questions had nothing to do with the topics we were talking about. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a specific agenda. <laughs> a lot of times you can, you can sense that. But the reason why a lot of these reporters go after people that they find in these crowds is because they know they're not media savvy. They know they're not people who talk to reporters and can sense agendas. So um, it, it seems like uh, she was, probably could sense it. But a lot of people can, and that's why you get these dumb quotes from people who, you know, just trust people that they talk to like they're running into them in the local store. Uh, and a lot of times these people are you know, going in there with an intention to try to make people look bad, and which is, you know, of course, not journalism at all. Journalism mm-hmm. is when you go meet El Chapo. Good you know, point. You interview him that's a good when point. you're an actor. That's journalism. Thank you. Thank you, Stu. Mm-hmm. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. 
But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washing and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.